before we start our next show, just wanted to say thank you for joining the Ishin Skiing community. You guys have been amazing. Thank you for listening, for learning, and for growing. If you like any, any episode that we ever put out, like, follow, share. That's the only way we're going to grow. So thanks again. And now, on to the show. Welcome back to another episode of Togonet Asian Scheme. As we are back in our safe space, we call Treetop Studios. All right, guys. So we're going to start it off like, well, you know, we just pick up where we left off last time. So first of all, I love the sweatshirt. That's for sure. Thank you. It was gifted to me. Oh, that's awesome. Great, great gift. So yeah, then we're just going to continue continue our conversation um, with, uh, with what's going on in the world. And first of all, I want to say... Um, I kind of, it was a, a picture that I, that I saw, which was obviously I want to, you know, start with vibes and stuff. But um, that picture of the Empire State Building in in, in uh, the green, the green, uh, the green and red, the picture that I think you posted and I posted or something like that, um, you know, straight down the Ave, you know, yeah. at Madison Square Garden on, you know, when you're looking at the picture, Madison Square Garden was on the uh, on the right side so i know exactly where that picture was taken from and uh just to have the flags there and in the empire state building and i know we were driving to the city it was because of what was going on the demonstrations that were going on at that time that you have brought to light and stuff and i think you try to quick google it and it wasn't but i don't know after watching that picture i was like yo that that you know what I'm saying? That makes sense. That that was absolutely awesome. I um I just wanted to get your thoughts about the picture and the whole effect that it um, was. It was so dope. I'm like, oh, the irony. They put that up because the holidays obviously are coming up. So it was green and red for, I think, uh, the Rockefeller Rockets. Um, I think they were doing like their debut that night or the night after, something like that. But because of the demonstrations going on in Times Square, the picture just aligned perfectly with the Empire State Building lights. And I'm like, oh, would you look at that? These motherfuckers, they had something else intended and it just aligned with what we had going on. So it turned out looking beautiful. It was. I'm telling you, man, it was, first of all, Friday night for you know, that absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous night. It was like perfect fall weather. Um, not only not only to hang out and stuff, but to you know have a have a protest and everything just fell in line. So it, it was it was just pretty cool to mm-hmm. see. I saw that picture. I was like, "Yo, that's what's up, man!" It's just like you know the universe is speaking. And yeah, that was a perfect night for a protest. And that light just oof, cherry on top. Yeah, that definitely was. Um, so obviously, um, I wanted to start it on a good note. That's a uh, that's some hope, right? And and the hope continues because it's, it's been around the world. I mean, you know, uh, there's been post after post after post after post of people being so positive and putting that energy out there and everything. And in the world of uh, of social media, um, a lot of people representing the flag behind you. You know what I'm saying? And and, and supporting the flag behind you. And that's that's been awesome to see. Right on 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 that aspect, and then the other aspect, obviously, the real life situation that's going on. So, still coming across, um, you know, those videos of uh, there was one 
Jeff guy was walking, holding his baby. Uh, I don't know if it was a boy or girl, but obviously if I had to guess it by, the, by just the length and, and, and everything, I'm going to say maybe seven, eight, nine years old in that, in that range. And, um, seemed to be lifeless, you know what I mean? And he looked like he was just like a zombie, just walking. It was hard, hard. Mm-hmm. Some of these images are, are real hard um, because number one, as, as a parent, you're like, damn, yo, like I would never, you know, you're when you have kids, um, your kids are supposed to bury you, you know, not the other way around, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, to see a video like that, man, and some sometimes I might look at them for five seconds and turn away because I already get the gist of, of the video. But in this case, I, I kind of just continue watching this video for as long as it was um, because it was, it was heart-wrenching, heart-wrenching. So anything that's going on that's super positive, right? And, and I love it, don't get me wrong. But there's videos like those that just leave you speechless like leave you sort of in that same feel as that gentleman was with his with his kid in in his arms and just um, so kind of tough you know what i mean and and those are the atrocities that are going on and and i think to me about an hour ago maybe um a reporter lost her life um i didn't get her name but i know i I think you, you definitely posted it and her and her family um all passed away and stuff like that. Um, and I think that was today. So, um, yeah. If you know her name, please. Um, I honestly, so yeah. I forgot her name. I don't have it on the top of my head, but to touch on all three points that you just made, you know, I, I've been thinking and I've been reflecting on my emotions lately and how like engulfed I've been in not seeing friends, you know, posting or had only posted maybe one or two things and then oh, they forgot about it and they're just posting their regular life and how much I was dwelling on that and so invested in that. But to your point, watching the world stand behind us in the millions, you know, not just thousands, not just hundreds, but in the millions in singular locations has been so amazing and just astonishing in so many different ways. And I think that's really helped me with my emotions and realizing like, yeah, okay, I have these people in my circle, but I don't need them. We have the world behind us and that should make us so proud, you know, to know that people are opening their eyes and people are standing with us, standing behind us, standing next to us. So. I feel like I, for me, at least, I want to stop putting my energy into those individuals who are not posting anything, at least, you know, and I'm not talking about everyone. I'm just talking about my immediate friends. And I think for me, like why I was dwelling on that so much is because these are supposed to be my, you know, my people standing next to me, standing with me through whatever I'm going through, because I would do the same for them. But I'm pretty sure in a previous episode, I expressed one of my favorite quotes by Shakespeare was expectation is the root of uh, all heartache. And I think that is my downfall because I expect the same. I expect myself from other people. And I know that's how I always disappoint myself because they always fail me. But coming back to seeing all of these people around the world staying with us gives me all that much more power, all that much more energy. And it just makes me so happy to see because it's such a beautiful thing, you know, to to witness. Like, yeah, we're witnessing a genocide, but also witnessing solidarity 
universally and obviously not coming from politicians because they're all punk ass bitches but you know just to see the world standing with you in singular locations in the millions is something i've never even thought i would ever see in my lifetime like it's just nuts um so yeah that that's been beautiful that's really helped me reset my emotion and just refocus because i really don't want to give time and energy to those people that have disappointed me so again very beautiful thing to see and i hope that we continue seeing that um to start making a change in this world but i also wanted to touch point on your other thing where you said you know you shouldn't be burying your kids they should be burying you um this is something i've seen time and time again but they always say that palestinian mothers always carry their kids twice once in birth and once in death and that's just something that's always been for the Palestinian community. So it's not a surprise to us, it's a surprise to the people because people are just now learning about these atrocities and these struggles that we've endured for the last 75 years. Um, it's sad, it's a shame, obviously, but it's nothing new to our community. I, I hate to say that, but that's the reality. And then as far as like the journalist point that you made, <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken, I think the count is at 67 different journalists that were covering the area have been killed and their families have been attacked, whether they've all been wiped out or not. They're attacking these journalists because they want to minimize the coverage on what's going on. And that's why they are making headlines um, so much. But for some of them, like, you know, they don't want to attack them so brutally or kill them all at once because they know that if that hits the media, everyone is going to be in even more uproar than they already are for silencing them. Um, but that really is the ultimate goal to silence these journalists, these reporters, so that coverage does not get out. But they already lost that war. We won. We're winning. And it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Not, and then they, just as you were talking, there was another report. I think this was a couple of weeks back. Um, a gentleman, he was obviously reporting what was going on. And his uh, his whole entire, his whole entire wife, kids, the whole nine yards, um, got wiped out yeah and the last saw was just like him going through it obviously he's crying and everything because he's you know what i mean it's it's an emotional time but he continued continued you know what i'm saying you know i'm gonna start making making it my prior priority to to write these people's name down so we just won't talk about them like that without giving them that recognition. And um, hopefully I come across that, um, that video again of, of him so that I can, you know, try to pronounce his name the best way I can. Um, but as I, long if I'm not mistaken, I think you're talking about, I don't know if it was Wissam. Wissam might've been a couple of days ago, or um, I think Wahid was maybe the one you're talking about. Uh, definitely one of them. Right. But yeah, I do remember that headline. Right. This was like, yeah, this was definitely a couple of weeks back and stuff, but he continued to, um, he continued to report. So, you know, that takes, that takes a lot because, you know, you don't even have time to sort of, you know, realize that your family is gone, right? Obviously, you know it, but now emotionally you got to sort of digest it and stuff. And for him to just continue to do what he got to do and stuff from a professional point of view, I can never... I can't, I can't even imagine, you know what I mean? And, and so mm -hmm. shout and everybody that's out there doing their thing. There was another young lady that, uh, that I came across because you post, um, 
and her video, it was just sad because she's out there in a tent pretty much. Uh, and it was raining. It was cold, the whole nine yards. And you That's, know, she, her name is Bassan. She's another reporter. Right. And she was crying in the whole nine yards. And man, you could feel the pain right through the screen. You know what I'm saying? And then a couple of couple of videos later, she posted she was up in, in, in spirits and smiling and, and stuff like that. So that emotional roller coaster is just something that is just day in, day out. But the smiles um, yeah. and the positive got. It's definitely a roller coaster that they're going through emotionally. I mean, not for nothing, but I feel like their spirit, it's been evident that their spirit is really uplifting the world and shocking the world. Like, how could you be going through all of this and your faith is still so strong? Like God is still the greatest and, you know, you're still raising him and you're still pushing through. And it's wild, like going through Instagram. I see so many random posts about people um, converting to Islam because of this. And I'm like, wow, like this is wild. Like it's crazy because not only are we winning the war of social media and getting the truth out, but there are people who are actually converting to Islam. And just a reminder, like Palestinians are not just uh, Muslim, they're also Christians. But I think just like seeing the faith in these people has been so like motivational and just wild for a lot of people to witness. Like, wow, I can't ever imagine me being in a situation like that and keeping my faith. How are these people doing it? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, I, I've seen those posts as well. I've seen a couple of UFC fighters um, and they're nowhere near uh, 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 in the Middle East. I'm talking about um, Australian, New Zealand, um, UFC fighters and stuff. And all of a sudden they, you know, because of this atrocities, they happen to pick up the Quran and, and the mm-hmm. rest, I hope I pronounced it right. And uh, and uh, they, uh, you know, switched, you know what I mean? Um but it doesn't mean you have to pick up the Quran. You can pick up the Bible. You can pick up whatever just to get spiritual yeah. understanding and 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 know how. And you know, I just love the faith, really. Like 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 what you said, man. I mean, there was another. Damn, I, shit. <laughs> Hold up. There was one picture, because it's kids, man. It's, it's fucking kids, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, oof, damn. So there was this picture, the little girl just with a camera, and and then and I posted it, and it was just big smile, mm-hmm. and in the back you can see like something hanging or you know it looked like clothing from a tent, sun shadow, mm-hmm. and I'm saying to myself, damn man, like like you wish you can just go through the screen, grab this kid, and just pull him to you, yeah, and but yet she, you know, she's living it at that at that age. Mm-hmm. And then the the amount of trauma that she's gonna go through because she's living in it and become an adult and hopefully she finds her way spiritually, emotionally, physically, the whole nine yards to be a better person. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like you look and it's a kid, man. It's a kid with a beautiful smile. And all these kids got dreams. Mm-hmm. And their dreams might be different from from the kid that's growing up here or somewhere else in the world. Probably their dream is just to see another fucking day. You know yeah. what I mean? And I, I literally saw a video on that and it was, I think like, I don't know, I guess a bunch of like little kids from the US and some guy saying, oh, what are your dreams? And they're like, oh, I want a Ferrari. I want a million dollars, this and that. And then he meshed it with another video of the kids in Gaza 
who um, were asked, what are your dreams? And their dreams were, um, I wish my brother could come back to life. Uh, you know, just like random things like that. Like, oh, I wish I could see my father again and tell him I love him. And it's like, wow, like if that's not eye opening to you, like, and how grateful you should be for what you have, just seeing these kids and they're like, you know, in the videos, they were like ages, what, maybe five to eight years old. And just seeing them express themselves in that way in comparison to kids from here, it's like, wow, I can't believe we live on the same planet as each other. It was just, it was alarming in a way and very scary and concerning. It's just sad. I mean, I mean, it is. I remember there was one thing that you said oh, a while back ago that, you know, we live in the same moon, the same stars, the same everything, but it's just we live like on different freaking planets. That That's amazing to me. If I would have saw that video, Isha, I, I think I just would have been balling out. Yeah. Crazy, man. It's just crazy how sometimes we just take shit for granted. Mm -hmm. 100%. 100%. And then, and then now it's like you're starting to see humanity at its raw level, at, at its essence, you mm -hmm. know? It's just like waking up and, and being grateful to be alive. No, for sure. It's crazy. It's like, I was thinking about it this weekend too. Like, yeah, we grabbed a bite to eat and I went to a friend's baby shower over the weekend. And those were the first things that I have done at that point in time, in the past 43 days, <clears throat> I haven't done anything because I felt so emotionally debilitated and mentally debilitated, like cannot function. And I feel like that goes for a lot of my people. But as I was there, you know, in these moments, I couldn't think about anything else. And even though, yeah, I was there physically and I was engaging in conversation mentally, like, no, I was completely absent. And I'm like, wow, like, what the fuck? Like, is something wrong with me? I literally can't focus. And this is all that I could think about. This is all that's like consuming me right now because I feel guilty, you know, doing otherwise or thinking otherwise. Like, it makes me wonder. And I guess that's where also some of my anger and frustration comes from, like thinking about my friends. For me, it's like, okay, yes, I know I'm Palestinian, but I'm not Sudanese. I'm not Congolese. There's been 12 million deaths in Congo and nobody's posting about it. Even like there was a news that came out about Breonna Taylor's uh, murder by that cop. I don't know if you remember that story. I reposted about that. Nobody reposted that either. Like it's not just, you know, yeah, obviously these genocides are not just classified as a hate crime um, or it's not oh, like I'm here in the US and somebody smacked the shit out of me. I want the world to be an uproar. No, these are three genocides happening in our lifetime. And I don't know, I just like often think back to how debilitated I am because of these atrocities that we're witnessing and how people are so capable of easily posting their regular life like it's nothing. Like if you're talking about it in person, amazing. Like that's awesome. But what's holding you back from posting or reposting things like you're so capable of posting what you're eating what you're doing what you're watching but you can't post about any of these three genocides any of them it's weird to me it makes me feel like my god 
like, do these people have feelings? Am I feeling too much? But then I think back and I'm like, no, I'm not. Because on the other hand, you have the whole world feeling the same thing. So what is wrong with these people? Like, what are the differences? I don't know. It's weird. It makes me think about a lot of things in so many different ways. And I could be rambling right now, but it's uh, it's really, really interesting to to watch these people from the other end of a phone screen. And I know like, yeah, I lost my shit emotionally a few times and I'm like, fuck everyone. Like, I hate you all. But I mean, not for nothing in the moment. That's how I truly felt, you know? Mm-hmm. And to an extent, I still feel that way. And I vented to a couple of friends about it. And even after venting, like, I still don't see them reposting anything. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with them? Like, literally, I feel like something is wrong with them emotionally. Right. You know, I spoke to one of my friends, too, and um, he was mentioning, like, what if people donated and they're just not saying anything to you? I'm not asking anyone to make any announcements and be like, hey, Ish, I donated. I I don't give a fuck. Like, if you did, amazing. Like, I'm so happy. Like, that means a lot. But you don't have to make any announcement. Not for nothing, but those donations aren't getting to anybody to begin with. And it all starts with the power of social media. I'm not friends with your friends. Why not repost? Maybe you have someone in your circle who supports Israel. And if you post something, it'll be eye-opening to them. I know a few people that that's happened to. So who's to say that it wouldn't happen to you, you know? Right. It makes a big difference. And especially the content you choose. Like, yeah, you could repost. It could be something very general and not really stating, oh, there's a genocide happening in one of these three places, it could be something very broad and that's not going to get the message across. You have to be very selective with what you're reposting. But I don't know. I really don't know. Like I'm in a, a weird mental limbo about a lot of people in my life because it just makes me wonder like, what's going through your head? Talking That Ish and Skeen podcast is now available on iHeartRadio and Apple Podcasts. Say words, Skeen. Word to Big Bird. So now our show, me and Ish, you know how we doing when it. Talking That Ish and Skeen podcast is now available on Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. No excuse. You can't miss us. We there. We everywhere. Say words, Skeen. Word to Big Bird. So we'll talk to you soon. Take care, guys. Peace. What's up, guys? It's your boy Skane here, back to let you know and remind you that my co-host Aisha has an amazing poetry book called Treetop Echoes. It is available now on Amazon as well as Barnes & Noble's. So if you're in the market for a new book, please pick it up. You will not be disappointed in this amazing poetry book. So the name of the book, once again, Treetop Echoes, available on Amazon and Barnes & Nobles. Get your copy today. For real. Right. It could be be that bubble life. You know what I mean? That people just want to live in this bubble. They don't want to deal with it. Or the simple fact of the matter is, and I know it, it probably sounds fucked up, but what that got to do with me attitude? You know what I'm saying? I've until, heard that. Mm-hmm. Right? Until it becomes, right, your problem. Mm-hmm. It's little by little. 
You know what I'm saying? All the all, all these type of things have a ripple effect, and and they do. And eventually, it it'll be time where it'll be at your front door, and mm-hmm. that support of everybody. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And some people might be, might might be like, "Well, you you didn't support me, or whatever the case is." And I that kind of I kind of hate that in a way too because it's just it's human, man. It, we're fucking. That's my human. point. Yeah. So I don't know. It could be it could be something between the ears. It could be some something like I said. They don't want to deal with. They don't want to touch. They don't want to do this, that, or the other. You know what I'm saying? It's just who who knows? Who knows? But. It, I can see your point where it's really frustrating, but back to your point when we first started this podcast, you know, you, you seeing the support throughout, you know, the millions and millions that it's just been absolutely awesome to, man, Canada, uh, the UK, uh, wow. I mean, what, what Brazil, Chile, Chile, the concerts in Chile has been crazy. Um, and it's just, it's just everywhere, everywhere. Yemen, Am I missing? I'm, uh, was it uh, Paris one? I believe uh, Paris. And, yeah, in uh, in Paris they had in Germany they actually banned people from flying the flag, and people were still protesting and flying the flag. In Indonesia they had a group of two million people gathering. It's just been nuts. It's been so freaking crazy and amazing, beautiful. But that's my point. Like, we don't need our friends. We got the world. And. Right. Even even just to, to to remind everybody, man, when you when you start a business, it's never your friends that support you. Mm-hmm. It's always those people from the outside. Like like me, when I became a, a soccer trainer, it wasn't really none of my friends. It was total strangers. Mm-hmm. you and believe in you. And all of a sudden they ask for your help. Who trained my kid and stuff. It was never a friend, mm-hmm. you know, a community and, and other people coming out. And, and it's just that's the way it is. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, and, and I'm, I'm glad you're feeling that spirit. I mean, I'm, I love watching the crowds and stuff like that. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like it, it get, get, gives you that hope, right? That glit. Mm-hmm. So that's been amazing. But, but yeah, so, you know, you got to deal with the positive and the negative and, and hopefully the positive is outweighing the, the negative, but still, man, like I said, man, those images and, and, the news and, and and this that and the other and the bombings and stuff like that that shit it's just heart wrenching because you feel like every time you see something positive you'd be like yeah 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 and then pow you get hit mm-hmm. read something or, or you come across a post and you're like fuck and then you you, you try to find that life again and, and and that and that courage and that energy to continue mm-hmm. but like man every post is every post no matter what it is yeah you know? so I mean I'm coming across I mean my whole feed is just it's just post after post after post after post and you open your eyes to something and, and you're like oh man this is a, why why i why it took so long for the algorithms to get to me or something like <laughs> and it's true you yeah. know it's absolutely um true there was one i don't know if i saved it but once again it was sort of and I know we had touched upon it before, but it was just pictures uh, of Palestine. Oh, that's what it was. It was Bible. Open it, bam, you went to it, and it was just a, a map, and it was just Palestine. Yes. Was, I was really, that. 
That's what I'm saying. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. And there was another, like they went to another Bible and it was the same thing. And it was just like, yo, but this is not your shit. Mm-hmm. Basically, this ain't your shit. It, yep. You know what I mean? And, and now you're trying to make it your, you know, your, your own. And it's just like, but here's, I, like, here's I the- love how, I love yeah. how they say the Jews were there um, before. And like, yeah, we know that. But the Jews, we we were living together, but you European Jews were not there. Y'all are not from there. There are different Jews that were there. That narrative is crazy to me, but they love bringing that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> what was that video? I think you posted. I, I came across it. Shit, I'm going around somewhere and I'll be like, yo, I think each posted it. And then maybe it was your cousin or, or all the algorithms. <laughs> but um I think I think that that us uh, U.S. Senate lady died a while back ago or something like that. Um, oh, I posted that I think earlier today and I deleted it. Yeah, I right. keep posting shit, deleting it because I'm trying to get people to see my stories. It's like I don't want to drown it out too much, but yeah, nah. But she was like, um, she was saying, "Yo, they need to go back to Poland and Germany and all that." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm? And I'm here. <laughs> you know, you you know, you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Is just go back to to where you originally came from and stop fucking around, man. Get the fuck out of here. Not sure. That's what I told you too. Like they're literally, it's against the law for them to take a DNA test because it's going to expose their roots. <laughs> and I showed you my DNA test, so I'm 100, baby. <laughs> you ain't 100. You, I mean, the like when you take those DNA tests, that shit don't come back 100. It comes out. Okay, I was Palestinian and literally all of Africa. Okay, cool. I respect. <laughs> but it's a hundred percent. It's not like it's Palestine and all of Europe. <laughs> right. So, what, what was your uh, Palestinian percentage? I think it was like forty-eight percent, and then the rest were all different parts of Africa. Right. I right, broken down and stuff. Right. Yeah, exactly. It was like Nigeria. Um, I I don't know, and then it like got into like different tribes and stuff like that. Um, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Which what which one did you do? Um, I did the ancestry, ancestry uh DNA or something like that. Well, it's I, the it's the green logo one. Well, I think my daughters did twenty three or something like that. Twenty three. Okay, I almost did that one. I forgot why I chose not to. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. That's. I mean, they they waiting for me to do. They uh, my daughters are waiting for me to do it because her mom, their mom did it, so they know exactly. All right, we know. It's mad dope. You go on there, bruh. When I tell you I went on there and it showed, oh, this is your third, fourth, fifth cousin. It's mad random people, like black people, Hispanic people who are like mixed with this random ass, like Palestinian who's technically my third cousin, but I don't know who the fuck they are. It's right. so weird because you're like, yo, what if I, like these are people I pass up on a regular day? Right. Like, yo, we're blood related by like, X amount is weird. It's so wild, but it's dope at the same time. But I, I know if I do it, it's gonna be 100% G. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want to know when you do it. Let me know what it says. <laughs> OG triple OG. No, anyway. So I, I am, but I think I'm gonna. I think it's 23 and I think it's called 23 and Me or something like that or something like that. I think. Yeah, I've heard of that one. Do whatever your girls did because it's cool to like connect you guys to each other and shit. Yeah. So like that, they won't be. They won't be like, "Oh, dad, you crazy, shut up." And stuff. But <laughs> no way. Um, 
<laughs> well, fuck around and find out you got kids somewhere in the world that you don't know about. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, no, back, but back to it. Yeah, nah, that that video was funny. You know, little old lady and stuff. She was like, "Yo, tell him to go back to Poland and and all that." Yeah, her white ass. She's so cute. I love that. <laughs> posted it. I didn't hit the volume on it, so I was just like, "All right," and I and. I kind of like just breeze through what you wrote. And then I'm saying, all right, let me listen to it. Cause I, I already thought it like in my head, I was like, God rest her soul. But in my head, I was like, yo, she, why she look like the Joker? You know what I mean? Stop. That's <laughs> so I thought it was going to be something bad, but it turned out to be something good. But you see what I mean? I, I love was- when white people are righteous like that, man. They know what the hell they're talking about. Especially when they're in high power like that and they don't give a fuck like what anyone says or thinks and they just speak their mind. That's amazing because it's very rare that we get that. Yeah, but at the same time, we got the fake joints, right? We got the fake cats out here. And I think I posted a couple of, of videos of that where um, there was a couple of guys. Russia is doing it to Ukraine. Nah, this is an, this is an atrocity. They can't, you know, they're bombing buildings and killing kids and all this and that. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden now Israel is doing it. And then there was one jackass. He was like, well, that's part of war. But when it was eight months ago, you were when you when you were talking about Russia doing it to Ukraine, it was an atrocity. It was war crime. Oh, nine yards. Was and it that, Blinken who said that? Yes. yes. Blinken, right? I, I can't stand him. He was talking all this shit. And then out of nowhere, he sees that they're losing the social media war and they see that you know, we have all these millions of people standing behind us and he starts to change the narrative in support of us. But we all know that it was just for the propaganda. His lying ass was not supporting no, mm-mm. Not, oh, I can't stand him. None of them cats, man. I swear to God, none of them cats, man. You can't believe a word they fucking say. No. That's right. That's always been politics and there's always going to be politics, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever, man. I should run for politics and just be like, make the fuck out of here. I was literally just saying that I saw, I don't know if you saw, I posted those Epstein videos on my story. Mm -hmm. I posted another one of this, uh, this guy, I think he's, he's Israeli on my story. And in the comments I was reading, they were like, oh, he was friends with Epstein. And what a lot of people don't know is that like, let's say there are uh, sex offenders in the U S these people run away to Israel because they're not going to get prosecuted if they go over there. That's like their safe haven. So Israel has a lot, a lot of sex offenders that live out there. And I would not at all be surprised. Actually, I'm sure that there's a lot of sex trafficking that happens through other uh, governance because of that. <clears throat> so it's really a fucked up world. And I said all that because you said something about being in politics. And I was just saying, I wish I was a politician. I would fucking rip a new asshole for all of these people. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't last. I wouldn't last. Yeah. They like probably my, kill me. Like, yeah. But like my first couple of speeches, like, fuck you talking about. <laughs> yeah, probably like, kill this motherfucker. He's ratting us all out. Yeah, because I mean they don't have no HR department. So you know what I mean? You can do fuck uh, the fuck out of here. You ask me a stupid question, I'll be like, yo, you're dumb, man. Get the fuck, get him out of you know, shit like that. But anyway. But um back to your the the video that you did post about the um child trafficking stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, was obviously you, you fucking concerned and stuff like that. You're like, yo, because shit happens right in front of you. Mm-hmm. No idea, right? Um, but the thing was, the only thing that kind of bothered me about that video was like, damn, like this dude was recording 
at no time can you call a, a cop or something like that or 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 just do something or have a friend or if you're with a buddy or something call the cop i want to see oh Mc... did you did you read did you read that no this is at mcallen texas airport mm -hmm. and apparently this uh van full of like kids like you saw in the video right arrive there every morning yeah it's not a secret so if he calls the cops what are they really gonna do they're all in on this i'm sure that's that's the sad part but i mean exactly. but the thing is they gotta be one dude man there's always that one person that wants to do right that that went into something to do right to do right to 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 serve and protect mm -hmm. like there was a there was a video that i saw a couple of weeks back and it was a uh new york city cop dude was about to jump uh, from a bridge in one of the bridges in in NY and uh, in the city, and the guy was like, "Yo, brother, I got you, I got you, I got." He kept saying, he kept repeating. I, I don't know if the phrase was "I got you," "I'm here for you," or whatever, but he just kept repeating it. Anyway, they grabbed the guy. The guy didn't jump, but the police officer just kept repeating that. So once they grabbed him, yo, he had a mental breakdown, like, like his, his dash cam or what the cams that they have on his, on their chest. Like you could hear him going to his knees and just crying because he just his life mm -hmm. so i gotta believe man I, I know shit you know this this like i like i told you man i can't believe what type of world we live in but i know they gotta be good people out there man there has to be you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and in every field and in every place of work man there's good people who want to do good and, and leave good behind and I just hope, man, I, that, that's all I was hoping was like, yo, call somebody, man. It doesn't matter if like if they come or don't, but at least say in the video, like, yo, as I'm recording, I am calling the authorities to see, you know what I mean? Or something. And no, don't get me wrong. I, I do appreciate the video and stuff like that. And hopefully, you know, it, it, you know, it has some traction now. now you, I, I mean, you are right, though. That is a good point. Like, there's got to be one good person, but... I don't know. I guess just the way like I'm thinking about it and seeing it is like I'm so over the government and the judicial system. Just everything is like in a, a bubble. These people like really just there's a lot of corruption going on right under our noses, right in front of our eyes that we can't see. And it takes videos like this for us to take a, sit, a seat back and be like, wow, like this is actually happening. When subconsciously we know that this is happening, but it's not in front of our eyes physically, you know, where we're witnessing it for us to, to be alarmed. So when we see shit like that, it's like kind of shocking in a sense. Although again, we're subconsciously aware of stuff like this happening all around us. And it's scary. It's very concerning, but I feel like a lot of people have their hands in this pot of corruption and it's difficult to dig it out. It's difficult to address it. It's difficult to stop it because it's all about politics and greed. About that money, right? Yeah. It's all about money, man. And, and, and it goes back to money and politics, right? So there was another video that I came across and it was some British, British high government dude and he's married to like an heiress of some security system or something and he called oh it was the uk um voted against a ceasefire that's mm -hmm. what it 
parliament or something like that in the UK or, or, or England, maybe. I don't know how that, that works over there, their structure really, but um, they vetoed the, uh, the ceasefire. And mm -hmm. the reason they vetoed, vetoed it is because the guy is married to some girl and then that girl is heir to some company. And mm, then that you're talking about Sunak, the, the Britain prime minister, yes. He's, oh. yeah, his wife's dad um, has, I don't know if he owns the Infosys company or if he has hands tied to Infosys, but mm -hmm. yeah, that, that's the whole backstory with that. A bunch of bullshit. Infosys um, right. is the company that he's affiliated with. Right, no, he started, he started the company. So that, that, that's, that's, that's his company. And then there she's. She's the one that's heir to the throne or whatever the case is. So that's why it's always, it always leads to money. Mm -hmm. Rishi Sunak, that's his name, prime minister. He's a bitch. That'll be my, oh, he's a bitch ass. You a pussy Sunak. I'll be my over there and slap the shit out of him. He's literally his fucking father-in-law's bitch. That's what he is. That's, that's what it is. That's mm -hmm. what it is. Fortunately, a lot of these people find themselves in these positions of power and stuff like that. And, and of but course, th that's how they find themselves in these positions of power by being bitches. If you're willing to bow down to the money and bow down to the greed. All right. You got the position. You're good. That's what it is. Yeah. I think you're right, man. Cause we're going to do a video about keeping <laughs> it. But once, once this, Hopefully this blows over soon. To be to be honest, because I pray, I pray one day I wake up and and I see some one of your posts saying, "Yo, some something amazing." So I be hoping. But when we get back to regular content, man, I got a lot of fire that I, we got to talk about. But that's absolutely right. That bitch ass kissing ass, and then it all comes mm -hmm. to work related. Yeah, you're in a place of work and you kiss ass and your whole shit brown. Yeah, you probably a boss. You're gonna you like get the top of the totem pole. Exactly. That's how you get there. Story. But that <laughs> well, you're not a bitch then. <laughs> Shut up. What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> That's funny. Right, anyway. Yo, did yep. you it just came to my mind. Did you see the last video I posted? I think I sent it directly to you too. I was on the State of Israel Instagram page because their content is absolutely comedy. And I fucking love watching it to get laughs. I fucking, for those who didn't see it and don't uh -huh. know what I'm talking about, it's a video. The, okay, it's basically a commercial that they made. And this lady goes to a secretary and she's like crying, talking about I got raped um, at the concert, at the festival. I need help. And then they're like, oh, if you're Israeli, we can't help you. So they're trying to do like the reverse psychology because everyone around the world is standing with us. So they're trying to make it seem like, oh, it's a sad story for them or whatever. First of all, why the fuck do they love saying I got raped or they love, love, love telling people, I hope you get raped and dragged in the street? Like, first of all, why? Like rape is a real thing. People in the world really go through that. For you to just spew that like it's nothing is absolutely horrific because it's something and people really deal with it and people really go through this kind of shit. So for you to use that just as your fucking safety net 
or whatever it is you want to call it for your insecurities and the wrongdoings that you're putting on people it's fucked up and then second of all why are y'all making commercials in the middle of a genocide to try and get the public on your side because you know you're losing i'm sorry but they when they cry if you watch their videos of them crying quote unquote crying there are no tears in the videos <laughs> and it's just the funniest fucking thing the, 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 the funny thing about that video right so i saw the whole right so like I said, the, the girl comes in and she she's asking for help and then the girls go um you're israeli and then she goes yeah like yeah we can't help you right so right there i'm saying to myself, why would you do a commercial like that because that's what's going on that's what's going on right now that's exactly what's going on. so why would you even use that content and try to flip it because you're just painting exactly what's going on but oh that's what they do they paint a picture of what they're doing to make it seem like we're the ones doing that what's even crazier to me is that they put this quote-unquote commercial out this propaganda commercial out when their own idf and government just fucking um came out and confessed and said that they killed their own civilians on october 7th at that festival like your government and your idf is making these confessions but you're making these dumbass commercials it's not even making sense like you're literally contradicting what your government and um IOF, IDF, IOF, they're not a defensive fucking force. They ain't defending themselves from shit. What your IOF is confessing to. And then CNN also came out and confessed that the IOF staged the hospital with weapons to make it look like Hamas was there. And then with the calendar where they said, oh, this is uh, <laughs> this is the Hamas um, schedule of who's watching the hostages when it was literally a calendar written out. Like, y'all making up all this bullshit and think that people don't see through your lies? Are you kidding me? I think their desperation is just seeping through their pores. And they're so, they're realizing that the world is seeing it, that they're just fucking blurting out shit and not, I don't know. These are the dumbest people on earth. I'm totally convinced. But talking about videos, man, it's just like, once again, trying to bring this whole situation right because you need you need to smile once in a while right mm -hmm. so the video of uh the original video i saw i don't know where it, it came from but the guy was like yeah man um these are the tunnels uh and all that and i think i think we have somebody whatever the case is and then he kind of peeked down and it was a little toy or something like that he was like i got him i got him or whatever <laughs> right that voiceover was used a baby was playing inside a tent uh-huh so you can see the mom's hands. So she's using a voiceover like I found a Hamas um, tunnel or whatever the case is. So they're using that audio. And then when she's going through the little tunnel, that little playpen with the balls, all of a sudden there's a little baby there playing with the balls. And I found the leader or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it was cute to me that I was just like, yo, this is comical. Yo, it's funny. Like, right. this is such a sad, horrid, fucking atrocious time in humanity. And some way somehow they have if any if they've done anything they've been able to make us laugh through their fucking stupidity
they are literally just dumb. Dumb. I have no better word than dumb. Like, it's crazy, son. I don't know. <laughs> hey, listen, at, at least, you know, like like I said, man, at least we're trying to find the humor in it and all. And I know, I know, like, like you have said, you know, you can't, we, we went out for a bite on Friday and stuff like that. And, and the whole time I knew you were trying to keep off your phone and all that, but of, no, no, here, here's a, a couple of, 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 of the things that, that I was like, man, at, at least, you know, I saw excitement, right? Obviously you laughed. We had a great time, whatever, but you know what I'm saying? When we were driving, you saw the sign. And you were trying to get the sign back. So that was like, oh, she she's happy about something, right? And yeah. That was, and then we saw the Empire State Building. It was like, yo, that shit is lit, right? Mm-hmm. And we kind of, you Googled it while I was driving and stuff like that. So that was another cool moment. Mm-hmm. And about the course of dinner and just walking around, the, you know, the city for a little bit and stuff. Just to, you know, just to hear you laugh. You know what I'm saying? That was the whole goal. Mm-hmm. And when you said, damn, oh, I haven't been out like in 40 something days and stuff like that. And I already knew you were going to um to Melissa's baby shower. So shout shout out to Melissa. She looks so cute too. But why is she so little with a big tummy? Even though know, it's her perfect size. Hey, you, you said it, you said it was small, but I was like, oh, that's your big belly. But <laughs> no, but it's her like perfect, like petite size too. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, you know what I'm saying? Just to get you in, in good spirits and stuff like that. Cause I knew you <laughs> right back to it. And, you know, but just for, for to see those glimmers of hope, I guess, right? When we were, when we were driving and you saw the sign that we didn't see again, mm-hmm. but out to Chicago because they had one and stuff mm-hmm. and, and and we posted that. So that, that was good on that. And then that, you know, like I said, when we opened this uh, podcast today, man, that picture, which I'm going to repost and I'll probably repost again and again, it was just absolutely Magical just to see the colors on the Empire State Building and the flags down on 34th Street was absolutely um, amazing. So it was a good, uh, good feel, good, good night. Like I said, man, Friday night was just absolutely perfection when it comes to like that. So shout out to um, New York and the weather. <laughs> <laughs> nah, shout out to the Rockettes. Perfect uh, opening night for Palestine. <laughs> Hopefully, I didn't lose you. It was my, uh, my, uh, my little one was calling and stuff like that. But um, I'll call it back. Hopefully, we didn't get it interrupted. <laughs> I for a second vocally, but I saw you still there. All right, cool. So yeah, guys. Um, like I said, man, we're gonna keep talking about this topic because this this topic means a lot to us now. It's not just one sided. Now it means a lot to me. Um, before I get up out of here, we get up out of here. Yo, shout out to my homegirl Ish. So hold on. So she gifted the kid. Uh, pronounce it again for me, because I know I'm gonna mess it up. A kafaya. 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 With a with a K or a G? I don't know. A, a K. Kafaya. Uh huh. Exactly. Uh, shout out to my homegirl. She she <laughs> stuff like that. So I love it. So thank you so much. Um, she knows red is my color too. Arsenal. You know Arsenal. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, on that so thank you so much it means a lot to me it's not going anywhere it's going to be here for years to come but just to say that i mean this is not only a palestinian thing is a humanity thing um you know like we said we're, we're going to deal on the positive and not the negative um but i'm going to 
keep it to this. If, if you don't want to repost it, if you don't want to share anything, then fuck you, basically. And we'll leave it at that. You know what I'm saying? Respectfully. But if you out and taking the taking the time, even just hitting a like on on a, on a post, man, congratulations! You're part of the humanity that we're trying to leave behind for my daughters, and for anybody who has kids out there, and and the kids in Gaza and the West Bank and anywhere in Palestine that are in fucking tents right now, man. Um, believe me when I say I pray for you every freaking night, and I know millions of people are praying the same way. And hopefully with all these millions and millions and millions of freaking prayers, one day we would wake up to the freaking great news. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to let my girl talk because I'm about to lose it. But um, I just want to say peace, man. Uh, and then when I when I say peace, I really mean it from the heart. Um, free, Ga free Gaza, free Palestine, and anybody in the struggle, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, thank you. This means the world to me. Um, I appreciate you and uh I love you for real straight up. Um and I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to let my girl finish it off on this. Yeah, do your thing, girl. Not you crying on me and making me ready to cry. How do you expect me to start talking? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> no, but um honestly like I love you. I truly truly do. You are amazing. You have been um, there for me, you know, allowing us to even speak on this topic means a lot from the bottom of my heart. And, you know, with you mentioning the kids and stuff, there's oftentimes I wonder, like, people with kids who are not speaking up, and I've seen this post time and time again, but it's like, when your kids are learning about this in history class, or your grandkids are learning about this in history class, and they ask you, how could you let this happen? What did you do to stop it? And your answer is absolute silence. You know, thinking about that, how does that make you feel? And it's sad, it's super sad, but you know, I pray that this does stop soon, obviously. I pray for Sudan, I pray for Congo, I pray for Syria, Afghanistan, Haiti, Palestine. I pray for the world. I truly, truly do because we are under the thumb of these men in power for greed and personal benefit and it's unfortunate but when we band together and it's important that we do band together at the end of the day we will always be the winners so i hope that those that are not speaking out do speak out because the more of us the bigger the strength and the bigger the win um if you do anything pray and keep all of these places in your in your prayers in your mind um even if you go about your day regularly you know not to say hey you need to be miserable and stop living your life no but keep these people in your prayers because we are so blessed and we are so fortunate to be living the lives that we are we were put in these positions for reasons we were aligned with these lives for reasons we are their voices and if we can't use our voices for their benefit what's the point what is the point so free the world Free Gaza, save Gaza, save Palestine. Keep praying. Take care, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. Talking at Asian Scheme. Show you right.